Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and papas. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's the modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 on South Main at the Green Beetle and every Friday night from 8 to 10 in Cooper Young at the Memphis Made Tap Room. For more info, visit the bingo page at CerritoTrivia.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah for a very special edition of Cerrito Live. Today, I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito, joined alongside, as always, C.J. Hurt on the other side of the glass. A special edition of the show. It is our annual Cerrito Live Oscars handicapping special. For the next 60 minutes, we'll be talking about the Academy Awards. We're on Oscar Eve today and uh, here, as always, to help us handicap the Academy Awards he is Memphis's most notorious Nashville hater. He's also Memphis's most premier Oscarologist. He's Greg Akers. He joins us in studio. What's up, Greg? What is up? We've been doing this for a while now. This is uh, what six years? I think this is our six, yeah six six yeah, or seven yeah six anniversary years. Our uh, Oscars handicapping special. So we'll be talking oodles of movies over the next hour, and and uh, keeping with tradition, we will give you our winner pick for all twenty four of the Oscar categories. In case you're getting in an Oscar pool, and if you're not getting in an Oscar pool, you should uh, start your own uh, and do it all legally. Do it legally, but definitely um, gamble. I mean, <laughs> otherwise, who cares about cost best costume? <laughs> uh, we will uh, go through all of those. We'll also give you the Memphis connections uh, at this year's Academy Awards, talk about what we've seen and uh, what we want to win at the, at the Oscars tomorrow. And if there is time, uh, Greg will tell us why Nashville sucks. Because if you're, if you're a regular listener of this show, you know uh, most people, Greg, know you now as the guy who hates Nashville. <laughs> they do know me. They, they, uh, they send me things on Twitter like, that. oh, you, sh- you should see this. This is something terrible Nashville did. And so explain to people why not only you're that guy who hates Nashville, but you also have some credentials when it comes to, to film. Um, I'm that guy about Nashville because I love Memphis more than anything except for my children and wife. And uh, in part of that loving Memphis, um, I have identified Nashville as a uh, – they are a boot on our neck constantly. And so – and they're just terrible. Uh, they're just terrible people in general. Um, of course, I'm – um, generalizing, I have many Nashville friends, and I love those people. But uh, so that that's part of the. It, it all comes from love for Memphis. In terms of uh, film, I used to be the film editor at the Memphis Flyer uh, year, for many years, and um, have uh, loved the Oscars since. Like it, it's the early like uh, memories of my childhood are watching the broadcast on TV and just loving it more than any other kind of award saying like that and March Madness are like my favorite TV things of the year. Uh, and so just have always been really interested in 
trying to so figure out what's going yeah. to win. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who's going to win? And uh, over, I mean, we've been doing this for six years now, and over the years, it's it's become easier and easier, really, to Google and find out who's going to win. Right. Right. Yes. So our role as being somebody really helping you, uh, not so much, but we can help kind of guide you through. Uh, our thoughts, because there are always some categories that are not really locks. No, no, gonna... definitely. Th- this year, there's there's three or four categories that are as hard as I've struggled with in in, in a long time. Like, there's some really tough categories this year, so and talk- a bunch of locks. So we're talking all movies this hour, so we will not have time for Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer, the Grizzlies writer who joins us every week for some Kevin Sanity. He will uh, be back with us soon. He is Sorry, off, Kevin. He is off this week. We will have the wrestling hour. Memphis is only a weekly wrestling talk on the radio. We'll be here at 12.05 Live, as we do each and every week. 12.05 Live, Dustin Five Star will join me in studio, and our guest today on the wrestling hour at 12.05 Live will be Broken Matt Hardy. And if you've never... Uh, heard broken Matt Hardy. Yes, he was half of the the Hardy Boys. You've got to check out. He is uh, as Prince Mongo ish as you can get for a professional wrestler, but he, like, on a different level. But him and Prince Mongo would be great friends. Uh, we will talk with with broken Matt Hardy and James E. Cornette. Jim Cornette will join us uh, on in hour number two. And you never know what else will happen uh, during the wrestling hour. But Jim Cornette. You know the tennis racket carrying guy. I think I think I'm going to ask him if he'll come to Memphis try to help attendance at the uh, tennis tournament because he uh, the tennis tournament over at the racket club uh, hadn't been doing so well this year and they they need people to show up. Maybe next year Jim Cornette can be the uh, the, the featured guy at the tournament because I know people show up to see Jim Cornette live um, at, at at any event. So anyway, Jim Cornette, Broken Matt Hardy will join us in hour number two at 12.05 live for the weekly wrestling segment. So we're about to get into each and every one of these categories, and I think it's uh, it's appropriate. Uh, we start first, though, uh, Akers, talking about what have we seen? What have you seen this year at the Oscars? Yeah, um, I've seen a grand total of one <laughs> Best Picture nominee. One? One. One of the nine? One of nine, oh. yes. I really wish that Rogue One had been nominated because then I would have had, then I would have seen two. Um, it didn't deserve it. Uh, it was great. I loved it. Um, I saw Arrival. Uh, you saw Arrival. That, that is the, the one that I've seen. So you started in alphabetical order and then you didn't get very far. Yeah, <laughs> you know, life interrupted that. Uh, yes. Uh, so I, I've, Arrival. I've not had many chances to go to films like it, I just haven't seen any movies. Best picture worthy, you think Arrival? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I really, really loved it. Uh, and I love the director. I've loved everything else he's done. Um, and he's also nominated. So Arrival, I mean, I went to see it because I love him and it looked great and it was. So you haven't seen many. So if I asked you if you could pick a snub that you wish you could nominate, just one nomination to add to any of these categories, do you have one? Uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Have, <laughs> a Star Wars that. film. <laughs> I like. I would like to see Amy Adams nominated. For I, like, yes, she I thought was a, awesome. I thought Arrival was a good film, mm-hmm. but... It, uh, I don't think it's the best picture, but I think her performance. Like, if you're going to nominate that for best picture, you're mm-hmm. nominated because Amy Adams. She carried the movie. Yes. Yeah. Standing. I mean, her and like the ink blot. Arrival, which things. I think is now available on Redbox, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's right. Um, go see that. So I've seen seven of the nine. Wow. My plan was actually was look. It was this is oh man. So it's very rare I see all of them before the Oscars. I usually there's like one of them I haven't seen, and it's usually the one that ends up winning, like Spotlight or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I thought I was going to see them all because I I got an email yesterday from Redbox. It's like hey, here's a coupon code. Hacksaw Ridge is now on Redbox. And nice. I'm like, well, I guess I'll see it. It's going to be eighty three cents to get it on Blu-ray. Right. 
So I, I rented that last night. I just haven't. Wa- I didn't have time to uh, watch it. Uh, so I'll be watching it this afternoon. That'll put me at eight. And I was planning on going uh, either tonight or tomorrow to go see Fences. That's the other one I haven't seen. There's yeah. two of them I haven't seen. Fences, the Denzel Washington picture. And Malco took it away. Like, it was playing Thursday, That's and it's gone this weekend. Really Bad terrible. Timing. Awful really timing. terrible timing. Awful it's timing. got to be at the 250 Theater now, though, right? I think there's usually, there's usually like a transitional period. Yeah, there's – plus they may bring it back um, – like next week, if it wins something. Yeah, if it, if it wins Best Picture, you know it'll be back. Right. But we're not predicting that to happen. No. So Fence is leaving the movie theater. If you want to get one of these movies on Redbox this weekend, Hell or High Water, Water on there. I love that movie. Yes. It was great. A very fun movie. I think everybody will enjoy Hell or High Water. Um, kind of shocked I got nominated for an Oscar. And you can also get Hacksaw Ridge, like I said, but probably not because I got one of them sitting at my house right now. So you're have to <laughs> What find location it. did you get it from? <laughs> I got it from the Union Walgreens. And then we've uh, also got available on Redbox. There's one other one on Redbox. What was the other one? Um, um, probably those Moonlight. Might be the only two. Moonlight. No, those are the only two. I think okay. those are the only two available. I, I did see that on I have DirecTV and On Demand. You well, can, Rival. We mentioned Arrival. Yeah. yeah. Rival. So uh, those three many of these are available on On Demand for the purchase. already. And yeah. they're still most of them still showing at movie theaters in Memphis, just not mm-hmm. Fences. It was here Thursday. It's not here anymore. Like I searched the Malco app and like like all movies playing like at all locations. It's not playing at any Malco anywhere. Like I was going to drive to Covington or wherever. I, had. <laughs> I don't even know if they have a Malco if I needed to see it. But it's not playing at any of the Malcos. Now I tweeted at them. They said it's come and gone. So so what what back. are the uh, oh, rank rank the rank the best picture films in terms of I, liking? Oh, well, that's that's hard to do. Like like Hell or High Water, I thought was a as a. a more entertaining picture. Hidden Figures was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Hidden Figures. I, I enjoyed Arrival. Lion, I saw at Indie Memphis. Mm-hmm. Manchester by the Sea, I saw at Indie Memphis. Manchester mm-hmm. by the Sea, you know this fact. You haven't even seen it, but what's the one thing you know about it? I know that uh, it's named after a city in Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, it's also sad. That's what everybody said. It's a oh, sad yeah. movie. It is it's a sad, sad movie. movie. Yeah. I've seen Very Moonlight. Sad. My pick to win probably would be Moonlight. I'll be okay with La La Land. I liked it better than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Are you a musical fan? I'm not at all okay. a musical fan. So it'd be tough for me to pick. Obviously, you only have one vote uh, that you could possibly choose as a rival. But uh, Moonlight was Moonlight was good and is deserving and probably would win if La La Land wasn't in there. But right. we'll get into the best picture uh, picks in a moment as well. So, okay, so that's what we've seen. What are there, are there Memphis connections? Where's the Memphis rooting interest here? You went over your credentials. You used to work for the Memphis Flyers, the TV and film editor. I uh, uh, did work on an Oscar-nominated documentary short yeah once upon a time we lost um you were bill, bill maher was the presenter hmm. and but we're not going to revisit that what i think the, we did so there, it was filmed in memphis the documentary short that i worked on mostly at the civil rights museum so mm-hmm. what do we got this year what are we cheering for we know we got jt yes jt nominated for original song with uh can't stop the feeling from trolls um <clears throat> so that's number one. And then number two, La La Land is produced by Molly Smith. That is uh, Fred Smith's daughter. She is a proud Memphian, went to St. Agnes. And uh, she, so she is producer of the the top film this year. Oh, wow. So, and that's it. That's all we got that we... That's pretty much it. ...can piece, piece Memphis together. So we're really cheering for Justin Timberlake. Well, you know Jennifer uh, Goodwin. Uh, she voices. She has a voice in Zootopia. Just thought of that. And what is she? What is Jennifer Goodwin's connection to Memphis? For those, she's you know? from Memphis. <laughs> she's 
she's just from Memphis. Yeah, she uh, she. I can't remember where she went to school. What but else has she done? Uh, she was in Big Love and um, Once Upon a Time or whatever that uh, kind of fantasy ABC oh. show. So maybe this time next year. Uh, we'll get more because Memphis is, is is now becoming a very hot film city. Yeah, as we, uh, especially television wise, mm-hmm. and maybe that'll spill over back to the big screen this week with Sun Records and This Is Us. Yes, did you watch those yet? Uh, I watched Sun Records, and uh, my wife watched This Is Us, and I have it taped. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sun Records is uh, you know premiered Thursday night on CMT, and um, it was. Totally awesome! I totally loved it. It's it's. I embrace the cheesiness factor of so it. So it is cheese. There's a little cheese, um, but it's kind of unavoidable because if you don't know, it's about you know like young Elvis, young Johnny Cash, young the excitement for younger this show, Sam Phillips. This, this says a lot about Memphis to me. Sun Records coming out this week the, and how we've changed just over the past couple of years, especially as far as City Pride, because mm-hmm. the excitement over this show versus the excitement over Memphis Beat. Yes. It, I mean, it's not even close. Like nobody, they all, like I only, I felt like you, me, and Chris Harrington were the only people watching Memphis Beat. <laughs> right. You guys wrote about it for the Flyer at the time, and I was excited and watching every episode and mm-hmm. looking at the fake Memphis stuff, and it was, it was, it was fascinating to me. Yeah. And, but nobody got excited. There's watch parties, there's stuff everywhere for this, and uh, for Sun Records, Memphis real excited about Sun Records. And, and the big difference is, you know, that it. Since it filmed here, there's people that we know right, that or who worked show. on it, who are in it, who right. people you know, have connected. speaking roles, and um, it's uh, the the show kind of just goes with it in terms of you know you have Elvis like strumming a t- guitar on the floor of his kitchen, which sounds cheesy and it is a little cheesy, um, but you know it's unavoidable. Like we all know what's going to happen to him. So you think eventually they will make a movie about Sun Records, uh, Sun Records of the movie, and that it will be nominated for an Oscar? Yes, I do because Leonardo DiCaprio has optioned a film about Sam Phillips, and he uh, will That's be playing true, yes. Sam Phillips. Yeah. So it's very that could it, that could be like because if Leo's involved, yeah. there's an Oscar somewhere. Yes, there's an Oscar somewhere, whether it's for him or something to do with the movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, before we get into picking all of these Oscar categories, I have to tell you that the Cerrito Live Oscars handicapping special is always brought to you by the Indie Memphis Film Festival. Indie Memphis. Check out new, Indie Memphis's new Indie Wednesday film series. So every week you can go see an Indie Memphis uh, movie now. Uh, go to IndieMemphis.com for their full list of Indie Wednesday film series. They're, they're having a screening each and every week of a different Indie movie. And if you're a member of Indie Memphis, you receive 20% off tickets uh, to all of the events the entire year. And uh, look out. Coming up this year is going to be the 20th anniversary of the film festival. 2-0. Big 2-0. 20th anniversary of Indie Memphis Film Festival coming this fall. And they'll be bringing back the Indie Memphis Youth Film Festival this fall as well. I was a, I was a, a proud part of that. Uh, very cool to see the future of filmmaking in Memphis. So that's Indie Memphis. They are a presenting sponsor every year of our Oscar Handicapping Special. Uh, Indie Memphis Film for All. Okay, and we can't do this special without... Uh, our uh, Memphis's own Academy Award winner. Yes. Right? So joining us in studio, as always, to help us pick all 24 Oscar categories is Academy Award winner, Frazier Boy. Yes, sir. I'm back another year, man. These years flying by, bro. <laughs> I know. It's just, it seems like yesterday that yes, you were here. I promise. Frazier Boy won for It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. And this year, Frazier Boy, JT's up. Justin Timberlake yeah. has a chance to bring another song Oscar to Memphis. Are you picking Justin or what? Yeah, oh, man, you already know I'm picking Justin, man. It's home team right there. He has yet to win an Oscar. Yeah, he's going to win one this year. Do you think 
You, do you think uh, – so you do think he's going to win. Do, will, will you have any advice for him? Um, he already got pretty much what he needs. It's just being from <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. So that's he, he got the uproar right there. All right, so JT nominated – uh, have you seen any of these movies, Frazier? Let's look at the best picture category. Yes, I have. Which I, ones I, have you seen? I've seen Fences, um, Hidden Figures, and Moonlight. All right, so we've got all the movies represented here. Yes. I think, uh, yeah. Uh, no, Hacksaw Ridge. Nobody's seen that one. No, I who haven't would, seen that one. And who I, would and think I, to see a Mel Gibson movie? In I saw Arrival, too. I saw Arrival uh, oh, yeah. last week. So of the ones you've seen, which one would you vote for for best picture? Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. Hidden Figures. That was yes, good. Sir. Yes, sir. That was an amazing, amazing piece of work right there. Shout out to uh, Taraji P. Henson, man. Mm-hmm. She did her thing in it. My, my pick would be Moonlight. Acres is a rival because that's the only one he's seen. Acres <laughs> Oscar picks are so white. Yeah. <laughs> my, are you not, are, not my you picks, boycotting my, the movies because <laughs> of the diversity this year, Greg? <laughs> it, it took a whole year to not see these movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we're going to get into some picks in just a moment. But Fraser Boy always comes and he brings facts because not only the facts, is he an Academy Award winner, for, but uh, Fraser Boy brings Oscar facts. So let's get started uh, with your first fact here today for your Oscar facts. Are you ready? You got them? You, you yeah, got, I, I, you know I'm coming to bring the facts, man. You ready? All right, let's hear it, Fraser. All right, La La Land has 14 nominations. Hold on, La La Land has 14 nominations, tied for the most ever with Titanic and All About Eve. 14 nominations 14 for La La nominations. Land. It looks like the favorite in many of these categories. Yeah. Well, 14 nominations, you got to win some of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they walk away with a shutout, that would be a that you would win be one or two or three out of 14, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. How many do you think they will win, Greg? La La I have La them winning 10. 10 of them? 10 of them. Well, let's go ahead and look at those then. Let's just start our predictions with what categories we've got La La Land. Uh, winning at this year's Oscars. Go ahead. You you start this, Greg. Well, you've got him winning what? Uh, so first up, I, director. Um, director. Uh, Damien Chazelle. Uh, no, I, I have that as a lock. No, your director pick is a lock. Yes. You don't think there's a chance of a tie with Barry uh, Jenkins from Moonlight? Um not uh, no I, no i mean i don't think so either but that's yeah. the only that's your only way that's that it's not going to happen right i mean you know if it's that. not chazelle it's going to be jenkins but You're right but it's going to be chazelle what's your other uh lock uh for la la land yeah la la land you got t- you got 10 of them you got them winning 10 categories let's see what the, what we got uh, are we talking about let's best get, picture get yet? Them out of the way we can okay you think they're gonna win best it's picture? a lot for best picture i mean it's obvious when you say they're going to win director <clears> we assume they're going to win best picture yes and they are the favorite and your dark horse is moonlight uh, which yes. we mentioned at the top of the, uh, the very top of the show that it seemed like Moonlight would win if uh, La La Land was not there, obviously. Because, <laughs> but I mean that's pretty <laughs> but it, obvious. But it does exist. It does exist. It and, is a and good film. The wild card would be Hidden Figures. It it won the SAG uh, Ensemble. Okay. Uh, which is you know was a, was a surprise. So, but you're uh, that's isn't it the lock of all locks though? Best actress for Emma Stone. Yes. Um, yeah. That that's a total lock as well. Um, it's Emma Stone and La La Land, so you can go ahead and, and, and cross that out. We're going through which ones La La Land is going to win first. Just get them out of the way. Nominated for 14, as Frazier just mentioned, historic 14 times. They tied it. They were one away. That's kind of disappointing uh, for making uh, bigger history. So we're still waiting for that big 15 nominees right. <laughs> coming. Maybe that Sun Records movie with uh, yeah. Leo is going to get it. Okay. Uh, original score. Original score. Like, there's uh, no way they lose that. Right? No, it's a musical. It's a lock. Um, let's see. What other locks to have them down for? 
production design. Production design. Well, yeah. what a great production. It looked great, right? And that's kind of how you – The, the you commercials I've seen, it looked really great. Oh, that's right. You have not seen it. I'm the one who has seen it. It, <laughs> yes. it, it does look great. That's one of the reasons mm-hmm. I liked it. And there's that one scene that they already spoofed at the Golden Globes that is just amazing mm-hmm. uh, as far as the visuals. So I would – not that my personal opinion matters because I know your strategy, Greg, in these, especially in these years where you only see one movie. Mm-hmm. You probably didn't think Arrival was going to get nominated when you saw it because you were trying to avoid all the Oscar movies this year. <laughs> uh, I wasn't trying to avoid them. I just uh, <laughs> did not go to the movies. Um, yeah, my, my strategy is to not, to not be influenced uh, – emotionally by what i want to win um because that gets me in trouble often it, it can be helpful to not see the movies yes then you can, if you're if you're going to gamble on the oscar but i'm gonna go crazy like after after this i'm gonna go watch them all so as they continue to get on Redbox. Right. okay uh go ahead let's see what else um those are the only real locks i have down for them but what, else, um, what else are you picking them to win don't you think they're going to win cinematography yes i do think they'll win cinematography I think that, and that's again visually uh, a great movie. The opening mm-hmm. scene, and I'm not, these are not spoilers. I'm telling you, the opening scene does, gives it the. It has an opening movie. scene. You spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do think if if I think Moonlight has a chance there for cinematography, uh, but but very likely La La Land Moonlight had, had had good good cinematography, but La La Land. How come it has not lost any momentum? There has. Absolutely been a backlash in terms of anything that popular and that white. Um, it, it, there has been a certain backlash to La La Land. Um, but, you know, it, it Moonlight came out earlier. It came out in probably October. Um, and it's, it, it's really the only rival for, for a lot of these categories. Okay, so let's – uh, do you have them? What about for editing? Do you have them winning editing? Because I have them winning editing. I do have them winning editing. But who's th- a, are there, is there a chance somebody upsets them for that because they weren't a lock for you? Definitely. Um, I think Arrival and Hacksaw Ridge are both potential for editing. Very much in the mix for that. Um, La La Land and Arrival both won the 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 Eddie the Editors Award, and there's a really strong correlation between the winner of that and winning the Oscar. So. Um, and Arrival is really edited beautifully, so it, that that has a legit chance. And Hacksaw Ridge won the the BAFTA, the British Oscar for <laughs> editing. Right, so we've got Greg Akers in studio, Memphis's premier Oscarologist, Fraser Boy Academy Award winner here with us, and uh, we're going through what La La Land's going to win first as we go through all 24 categories here this hour, annual Academy Award Handicapping Special presented by Andy Memphis. Okay, but also let's look at, we were looking at music, best song. Aren't they going to win best song? I think they will. I, I don't think it's a total lock, but uh, because they, they're nominated for two songs, which hypothetically could split the vote, but City of Stars uh, is the one you're going to want to pick. That's that is that's the, the very song. much most likely one to win. The iconic one. So, mm-hmm. But if you're but if you're Memphian and you got, can't stop the feeling, it could pull, I, do you not think because they could eliminate each other, mm-hmm. they could eliminate each other and and can't stop the feeling could win even though it's really low on the list. I don't think it'll. I think if and it's bonkers to think that Trolls is going to win an Oscar. That's, that's the Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The okay. Have you seen Trolls, Fraser no, Boy? No, I haven't. But it's, it looked good. It looked like it'll be okay. <laughs> I saw ten minutes of it. Oh no! At, at the dentist, my son's oh, dentist appointment. <laughs> 
Uh, I think if if it's not a La La Land song, it will be the Moana song, which is by Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, uh, who that's is, Egot Watch right yes, there. Yes, that's Egot, EGOT Watch. Yes. <laughs> if he wins that, he will be the youngest Egot winner in ever history. In history. So that's an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Yes. Wow. So that's Egot Watch. So that could, and you think that could sway some of the voting. It would definitely sway. Absolutely, my and and that song's really popular too. So Justin really has no chance. Like, if you want to be the homer and put it on your ballot, it's going to be tough. But nobody believed, and it's hard out here for a pimp either. Right. That's right. There's, there's upsets in this category. That's exactly yes. what I'm saying. That's what it's about. The underdog, man. Right. It's what Memphis is all about. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then there's the sound categories, acres. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's it's somewhat favored in both. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge could come out because it's a war movies often win this. Right. But so do musicals. So it's a musical. The two big, the two big ones are up against each other. A big war movie and a big musical. So I've got um, sound mixing. I've got La La Land, um, and I I feel pretty strongly about that. I, yeah, I think that one's pretty good. I think that's a good lock. That's almost a lock, I would say. Yeah. But you got to listen to these key words because there's sound editing and mixing. So mixing La La Land for whatever reason. But when it comes to editing, editing, I've got Hacksaw Ridge. No, you just. The, what, sound like you're going to split it? Like that's how did the sound awards go? That doesn't make any sense. Why the sound people would? Well, split you it. know the the sound people are like they know <laughs> what the difference between sound editing and sound mixing are, which most people <laughs> don't, and uh, that may include me. But um, Hacksaw Ridge, it um, it won it has won that award and other um, you know other award shows and. By all accounts, the sound editing that whatever that does that's different technically, it's like supposedly just really terrific. But you uh, could La La Land has a shot at that one, sure. just like Hacksaw has a shot at winning the other sound category. Yeah. So you could they could win could go the wrong categories. They could yeah, somebody could be voting and get their ballots mixed up. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's it. Is that it for La La Land? That's pretty much all the categories we have them winning for sure. I think so. We may we may see that we miss one just because there's so many. But there are 24 categories. But that we just went through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten categories. Yeah, that we have La La Land winning out of the 14. That leaves 14 oh, more categories. Well, we didn't even talk about screenplay. Oh, we did not talk about screenplay. You have no. them winning screenplay. I have them winning original screenplay. Yikes! This I is, do not. That's an upset. This is one of my uh, top upsets. Um, <laughs> It, it's I feel I feel very strongly about this because uh, though the the sentimental favorite is Manchester by the Sea um, and it, because it's got to win something I and mean, they're probably give them this and that's it. that's that, where you're wrong that's where it the screenplay category it doesn't have to win anything screenplay is usually uh, the constellation uh, constellation prize for mm-hmm. most people or the uh, participation award type of like we liked you but mm-hmm. you didn't weren't good enough to win anything else we're gonna give you screenplay yes so La La Land's gonna win all the other stuff why would they give them that award because because it's La La Land and everyone loves it and the Okay. Here's the strongest indicator. I, I disagree with you. I'm going Manchester. Here's what the data it. shows me. Yeah. In the last since 1996, 21 years, every time an uh, original screenplay has won a Golden Globe, it has won the Oscar every single time ever. What? Say that again. You since, sound like Fraser Boy with this fact. <laughs> since 1996, every Golden Globe winner for original screenplay has won the Oscar. Oh. And La La Land won the Golden Globe. So you think people are voting with their hearts when they're thinking Manchester by the Sea? Because I've seen it. I think it's great screenplay. It's yes. unique. 
in the script of the script of La La Land is this is me coming. It's why mm-hmm. watching these movies is is uh, impacting me. The best part of, of La La Land is not the script, it's right? Everything else, and and I don't know. It's just what the data is showing. It, I, if it doesn't win, it'll be the first time in well, more I, than twenty years. I'm going to go with Manchester by the Sea. Okay, that's it for our La La Land. These so, but what, Moonlight, you you might consider Moonlight there too. It won the Writers Guild Award. Okay. So, but wait, that's for okay for Moonlight? for for original screenplay. I thought Moonlight Moonlight's up for adapted. I believe it is. Uh, it the Writers Guild considered it an original screenplay. The Oscars is in, is considering an adapted, and that's because it's based on a play that was never produced. So. For whatever reason, the Academy Award. Did they have rehearsals or something for the play? (laughs) Like what? (laughs) You know, I mean, someone wrote it down on paper, so So it's adapted. Then it was switched. I don't know. Yeah, but that's a huge wrinkle. It was somebody else wrote the play, then somebody else did the movie, and that becomes adapted. But so Moonlight is is you know nominated for adapted, and I do think it'll win adapted. So I think it's going to win. I get. We'll go ahead and scratch that out. So so we so far Acres has one. At a winner, the Moonlight and Hexall Roach, two winners uh, outside of La La Land in our predictions. So there we go. La La Land should be, when you have 14 nominations, you should be winning oodles of Academy Awards. Before we go to break, we're going to take a short time out here and go through some more of these other categories and find out who's going to win besides La La Land. But before we do that, Frazier Boy is in studio. He has won an Oscar, and he brings the Oscar facts every year to our Oscar handicapping special presented by Andy Memphis. Frazier Boy, you got a fact for us. Give us another fact. I got you covered, man. Um, Denzel Washington's part in Fences was originally played by James Earl Jones in the play. Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay. I bring the facts, I told you. Do we bring do him. we bring do we, are we making Denzel a lock already too, Akers? No. You're not. Oh. I, I don't like. make that a lock at all. Nah, I know why. Because Manchester by the Sea. Right. Casey Affleck. I'm not saying I'm not Despite picking Denzel. Off-screen but, antics. Right. Still might win. All right. Well, we'll uh, give us another fact. Give us another fact. Okay, another fact. OJ Made in America. It's the longest movie ever nominated for an Oscar. It's seven hours and forty-seven minutes. That's one hell of a long movie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm torn on whether or not that should be nominated. I love it. Yeah, I love it but too. It's but it's too long. It's I don't not a movie. It's, I don't think it's um, Oscar worthy. You don't think it's Oscar worthy? I think it's for Oscar for is because it's too long. Yeah. Like if you're going to do a documentary, you got to make yeah. it three hours max. I disagree. You think it should win? You think it should win? Yeah, because it, it played I in the movie theater okay, one time. Yeah, that's okay. It only played in the movies once, and it's not a movie. You could, you can't be nominated for an Oscar if you can't go to the movies and watch the whole thing. Uh, Manchester by the Sea was was a, you know not a well I you know I guess it did play. I'm saying, but it was but a it streaming. Did, yeah, it's the first. It's, it's got. To, I mean, I don't want to steal any of. I don't know what yeah. Fraser facts he brought, but the it's eight hours is my problem. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a that's a, a it, miniseries. Like the Lord of the Rings trilogy should have been nominated together. <laughs> <laughs> for for best movie, if if two hours is if it's great at two hours and it's great at eight hours, like it's great. You pay the same amount probably. It's an amazing to see documentary. It in the theater. It's an amazing documentary. I'm picking Just it to win. In. I'm picking it to win. Are you picking it to get, win? Get refillable popcorn. <laughs> get the refillable popcorn <laughs> and, and drink. Yes, pay the extra. Get the combo special, uh, Malco with the the uh, logo on your popcorn. Oh, so you're, let's go ahead and pick this one. You're picking it for documentary feature? Yes. I, I mean, am. so am I, even though that, like, the buzz. I mean, 2016 was the year of OJ. There's no doubting, yes. no doubting that. Right. Uh, I wish they could have found a way to nominate the FX series somewhere here in the Oscars. <laughs> no doubt. But they couldn't. 
Uh, because, man, uh, she did a great job playing Marsha Clark in that. Uh, Sarah um, Paulson's yeah. great. Um, it, it's OJ. The OJ film is not a lock. Um, I think 13th is a great chance. But you're picking OJ. I am picking OJ. Uh, you could go with 13th if you're looking to um, kind of pick a wild card. Or I Am Not Your Negro uh, is also has a great shot. All right. Uh, uh, picking OJ stuff, right? Like he, he, he was a lot for the Heisman. He won the Heisman. <laughs> but he, the, the verdict was a little bit harder to predict. He was a lot to be guilty, but he <laughs> is not guilty. So we're, we're both going OJ. You got to, even though I don't think it's it, – it, I mean, it's there. It's fine, but it's just – Super long, and it is probably the best documentary of the year. I haven't seen mm. any of these other ones. In the words of Grid Acres, it's not a lock for me. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you did not like it, Frazier Boy, or what? Did you I watch? Like, it? Yeah, I watched some of it. It was too long. It was too long for you. Exactly. <laughs> did you watch any of the FX show? No. With OJ, you no. should catch that. I think it no. just got on Netflix. But that's like eight hours long. If you yeah, but it's not it nominated together. for best movie. Well, no, it's not. It's not the best picture of the year. Okay, uh, we're going to take a timeout, but before we do, let me tell you about Playhouse on the Square. It's Memphis's only professional theater. It's the perfect place to take a date. Uh, check out PlayhouseOnTheSquare.org. Go to PlayhouseOnTheSquare.org to see a full list of upcoming shows and to buy tickets. That's Playhouse on the Square, Memphis's only professional theater located in Overton Square. We'll be right back talking more Oscars uh, when we return right here on Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's Trivia Night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now, play Cerrito Trivia every Monday night in Germantown at Belmont Grill, every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room, every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap, every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and Arcade Restaurant. Cerritotrivia at gmail.com. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back. It's our Oscar handicapping special. It's an annual tradition here, here, year number six, being presented by Indy Memphis. Indy Memphis is going to celebrate their 20th anniversary this fall. They're going to announce the dates very soon for this year's festival. Of course, Indy Memphis happens year-round now. Every Wednesday, there's Indy Wednesday film series where you can go watch a different indie film here in Memphis, Tennessee. And if you become a member of Indie Memphis, you get 20% off all tickets to all their year-round events. Check out IndieMemphis.com. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Blue Restaurant and Lounge uh, located right across from FedEx Forum in downtown Memphis. It is your place to go before and after any event at the Grindhouse. And it's also, if you live down 
town or work downtown, it's a great place to go for lunch. You can get a 12 for 12 lunch combo special each and every day where you can get an entree side drink and dessert for just $12. You can choose your entree, choose your side, choose your drink and dessert, and it's only $12. That's every day for lunch. And then when you get off work, you can head there for social hour every day from 11 to 6, including event nights now where you can enjoy $5 wine and spirit specials plus $3 beer deals. That's at Blue Restaurant and Lounge. It's across from FedEx Forum. You give them a call, 901-334-5950 to make reservations. That's 901-334-5950. And, oh, man, CJ's favorite thing to do of their Blue Restaurant Lounge is brunch. CJ, CJ's a bruncher. Well, I am. I discovered I love me some brunch. Favorite meal of the day. <laughs> favorite meal of the day. But do you have it? How many days a week do you have brunch? I can only afford to brunch once. A brunch. <laughs> That's good. Really, once or twice every month. And when I do, oh. <laughs> it was definitely in the rotation. <laughs> brunch on Sundays, and CJ's is brunch one Sunday a month. But they have it every single Sunday. They have Sunday brunch at Blue. CJ, what are some of those? What are those things you like to eat there? Oh, now I get to flex that brunch muscle. <laughs> they got the the nachos rancheros, the breakfast nachos, the French toast of the day, which is also good. They change it up. I personally, I'm partial to the strawberry French toast, but mm. hey, you might like the cinnamon. You might like the apple. You might like the cinnamon apple caramel. It's different every week. It's different. The ultimate French toast. I love them so much. They got the 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 like breakfast skillet. With the hash browns and the eggs. And I'm pretty the sure you just meat. earned free brunch for the next two weeks. <laughs> I think I did. I appreciate yeah. that. All right. So that's Blue Restaurant Lounge is located on BB King Boulevard, downtown across from FedEx Foreman. Anytime you down at, down, dine at Blue, it is complimentary valet. Complimentary valet parking right there uh, in the heart of downtown Memphis. So this is our Oscar handicapping special. We're about to get into picking uh, a few of the remaining categories. We don't have many more to pick because La La Land is going to win so many. And we've mm. already picked everything that La La Land is going to win. And Acres wanted to make sure I go on the record that I'm picking how far I'll go from Moana in the song category because I think going for it. the Hamilton momentum is going to give the EGOT. <clears throat> the EGOT's going to happen. And I don't know when the EGOT's going to happen for Frasier Boy. You're only a, f- a few wins away. Maybe you need to get on Sun Records win that Emmy on Sun Records. Or star in, a, in the Broadway uh, adaptation of uh, Hustle, Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow Broadway yeah, adaptation. Tony. They can get the Tony. <laughs> hey. All right. It could there happen. Uh, okay, so Frazier Boy's here in studio, and it's, every year when the Frazier Boy comes in here, it happens to time. The, Os- the Oscars are always timed perfectly with Frazier's birthday, right? Your birthday party yeah, happened? Yeah, Well, my birthday party is tonight, Memphis, Tennessee, uh, Hard Rock Cafe on Bill Street. So come down and party with your boy, man. It's at the Hard Rock Cafe, the new, lo- the new location. Yes, the new there. location on uh, Bill Street. It's on the end where Blue City Cafe is on the end. So uh, if you're not doing anything, Memphis, Tennessee, come out and celebrate life with your boy. All right, well, what do you want for your birthday? Um, yeah, do we need to bring I, gifts I already to got this? everything. We need to bring gifts to this? Yes, you need to bring <laughs> gifts. <laughs> you can get more information. We'll retweet it out, info about Frazier Boy's birthday party today at Hard Rock Cafe. It's at Frazier Boy on Twitter. You can give him a follow. Keep up with all of uh, stuff Frazier's uh, been getting into. You're back living in Memphis, right? You're yes, here? I'm back living in Memphis. Actually, I just got back from Cleveland. Uh, I'm still working with just Take Me to the River movie thing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing an education initiative for that. So I've been going all over the country 
to the museums and working with the kids and stuff like that. Man. Oh, wow. And your actual Academy Award trophy, you brought it in here a couple years ago. Where is it living right now? Well, I, it's actually at the Hard Rock Cafe at the um, the museum. So it's on display at the museum in the case. So, you know, it's, I, I like to put it on display so everybody can see it. And is, see. is that the Memphis Music Hall of Fame next? Yes, like, yes. Right, it's, hooked, part of the, yeah. Yeah, it's hooked onto the Hard Rock. So, so you come on, to the party and now you can see the eyes. Yes, yes. your yes, picture yes. taken with Fraser. Definitely. Is there flash photography allowed in that museum? I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's flash photography, but you, but you can sneak out, sneak your phone out, and snap, <laughs> snap a couple here, snap a couple there. All right, so Frazier boy always brings some Oscar facts with him. Frazier, what kind of, you got some more facts for us? Yes, I always got the facts, man. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, he's the host this year. He will make fifteen thousand for his hosting fee. Oh, really? Yes. That's you think it'd be more? Not much. Yeah, yeah I think much. it would be more, but it's probably like scale or something. That's not much at all, really, considering this. The, the, no, considering who. That's a lot of work Kimmel. that goes into that, too. Yeah. Does he, we ever find out if he's doing his after the Oscar special? I always like to watch that. I would. I don't know. Sure, probably not. It's been. It's an interesting year. You're talking about. I mean, this year the Oscars are, are not so white, but the hosting jobs are very white this year. They're all the late white. night talk show hosts hosting everything from. You had uh, Fallon hosting mm-hmm. uh, the Golden Globes, and now we got Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel hosting the Oscars, and then later this year you're going to have uh, Colbert host the Emmys. They have announced, mm-hmm. and you had we even had uh, what's his James Corden host the the Grammy. Like they're running out of ideas for host. Like why why are we just using late night hosts to host all these award shows now? I think I should host next year. What you think? We'll put in the petition. Yes. I love it. I like it. That's all you and or even there's lots of Memphians that could host. Justin Timberlake. I think would be the best host. Mm-hmm. Now that that would be more feasible. I think Justin Timberlake would do a great job with hosting the Oscars. I think he would. He's a, yes. he's a showman. He's he's a funny dude. Yeah. Yeah. Or he, he's the best SNL host. Or why they don't put him? They could put him in Fallon, which they're not going to do because it's on ABC. Right. So uh, that's interesting, though. So give us another fact. Give us another fact about the Academy. Okay. Awards. By being Black History Month, Viola Davis has. Now, hold on. Viola Davis had now has three Oscar nominations, the most for any black actress ever. Oh wow, that's historic. Good so black she's got history month. You think right she there. deserves to win? I do. She did a very good job in that movie, man. Kind of. Was she on the screen a lot? Yes, she was. Okay. Yes. Because the the contender, other contender in that category, uh, Michelle Williams, she's not on the screen at all in that. In that, in that not movie. much, but Viola right. Davis, um, she's on the screen quite quite okay. a lot. All right, let's get to some acres. Let's get to your locks. What are the other ones people, if they're looking at the Oscar picks, they're entering their pool? Uh, what else? What other categories do you think this is for sure this is what's going to happen? Uh, Viola Davis is a so total lock. She is a total lock. Total. In Best Supporting Actress. What else you got for a lot? Um, not many no, other real locks. Uh, okay. I, I would say I would say animated. I feel extremely strongly about that. Almost, it's a, almost a lock. Yeah, Zootopia. Man, that Zootopia was good. Have you seen any of these movies, Fraser Boy? No, I haven't seen Zootopia. Oh, man, Zootopia. I saw Zootopia. See, I've seen another one. There you go. I... You at your son's dentist's office. And I've, actually, I've seen Zootopia like nine times. I was wow. stunned at how good it was. It came out. I think it might still be on Netflix. But when it came mm-hmm. on Netflix, and I watched it. I was like, it was not about anything I thought it was going to be about. It's very relevant to today's story. What should be told a story today mm-hmm. uh, to kids, and it is good. And like the shocking thing about the animated feature category this year, two Disney movies nominated. Right? Neither is Pixar. Right. Neither one Pixar. No Finding Dory. 
which keeps the trend of no Pixar sequels getting nominated. Pixar sequels mm-hmm. do not get nominated, but sequels in general do not get nominated for right. Oscars. So uh, they keep that rule. I don't know. Finding Dory probably was better than Cars 2, I'm guessing, but I haven't seen Everything's it. So better than Cars 2. So much better. But Finding Dory wasn't really anything special, right? Right. Pixar sequels just... But the idea that Pixar is not there and Disney has too mm-hmm. is exciting news. It's stunning because really Disney uh, has been very reliant on Pixar. Yeah, but and, that leads into animated short, which you know, does have a Pixar nominee film, which I think is pretty close to a lot, probably. Which one is that? Piper. Piper. It's about a bird. The, the, uh, I have not seen it. I thought it was about. It was, oh, was like that a the trip. one in the in front of Zootopia. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that one is good. That's amazing. Uh, so CJ's endorsing that. I see the Piper. smile on your face. You really like that I one. I love that one. That was, to me, that was better than the movie. I enjoyed that. While we're on the short categories, let's go to short doc. What do you mm-hmm. have for, for short documentary? The White Helmets. Do you think the White Helmets going to win? I do. I do. I'm, I'm going against you on this with uh, extremists. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about any of them, but I, I'm going with extremists. Uh, what about the other short? That would be live action. Live short. action short. Uh, I have to find it on my page here it's if you're looking at the same thing as me it's in the middle three up third down okay i'm going with sing sing really sing these are the hardest ones to pick yeah if if not sing time code is your film really i yep. i'm into uh i don't even know how to say it the one with the e and i how do you say that uh enemy intruder <laughs> it's french it's very good it's often a smart strategy to go to ones you can't pronounce so you go with Enemy, intruder, and extremists as your short picks. Right. And I'm sticking with Piper, too, because I do agree. Okay. Piper, uh, I mean, they like awarding Pixar when they can, but mm-hmm. Piper, too, will not get nominated. You can quote me now. <laughs> right. It's not going to Best foreign language film? I like The Salesman. Do you like The Salesman? This is a really hard one. I picked The Salesman, yes. Um, but I think Tony Erdman has a great chance. All right. Other boring categories to some folks. Let's go to... Wait, that's not boring at all, this one, because the director of The Salesman, uh, Asghar Farhadi, is Iranian, and he is protesting coming to the award show because because oh. of the whole travel ban thing. Um, oh. Because when the travel ban was enacted at first, that meant he couldn't come to the award show. And then, of course, the courts overturned it, but... In protest, he's still not going to come to the pro- to the show. There's something that, like you can't get through an Oscar year without somebody protesting. No, but this is this is legit. No, I mean they're all they're all. And I he mean, is every a, he Oscar is a, protest seems to be legit. But he's I mean, an you're Oscar protesting the too. Oscars. You're protesting an award. He has won an Oscar before. All right, makeup and hairstyling. Mm-hmm. Love these nominees because you got Suicide Squad nominated. <laughs> like if you're. Ugh. I haven't I, seen it, but I've seen Suicide Squad and, too. But Star Trek Beyond is the is is the one that seems to be the favorite in this category. Yeah, that's what I picked, um, and it you know it looks good. There's it aliens good. in it. The uh, costume design design will jump to costume design. I really like uh, the idea of Fantastic Beast winning, mm-hmm. but also La La Land could pull it off. And then Jackie is Jackie going to win something? I think it's going to win this one. Um, and, and and it's you know it's funny because of course the costumes are just the iconic um, you know Jacqueline Kennedy right Mad Men did outfits. the costumes better than what it looks like they did in this <laughs> right uh, with um, yeah so I think Jackie will win it but I think La La Land uh, La La Land has a shot just because it's winning everything else. Fantastic Beast has a shot. Look, the, mm-hmm. the go-to for costume design you always pick the period piece first. Mm-hmm. 
and that's Jackie in this situation. But also sometimes the, the, the fantasy stuff can pull out a win, and that's where Fantastic Beasts. I don't think La La Land wins, other than the fact that people just might have just gone through and just checked La La Land in every category. They might they have. loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could happen. We have very few categories left to uh, pick. Let's go. We have two acting categories we have not talked about. We tease talking about Denzel Washington winning leading role, actor in a leading role. Yes. He seems to be the favorite, but it's back and forth between him and Casey Affleck. It's really only – he's only a favorite like really late in this – in the campaign because Casey Affleck won the Golden Globes and he won the BAFTA. Um, and then um, and then so there's some kind of off-the-field uh, problems have come up with some sexual harassment charges from his past. Um, they've resurfaced and so – there's kind of been a backlash against him, I guess. Um, is it? Do you think you have, it's a better to be a Denzel Washington, somebody who's been nominated before and has Oscar history, or is it better? Isn't it better to be the new up and comer? I know at the Golden Globes, it's better to be the new up and comer. Mm-hmm. But like Casey Affleck, who's not the new up and comer, but he's mm-hmm. not been here before. No, he's never been. Certainly not in the, this kind of leading category right. before. Um, I think you know Denzel won the the SAG, and I think he's going to win the Oscar. And he, I mean, he. He directed the film. He's you know the one of the two leads. He's in you know so many scenes, and I I just think you know in addition to kind of all the other political things going on in terms of uh, how many you know black actors are nominated this year and everything. I, I just I think all those things mixed together will will get Denzel another Oscar which all right, so you're picking fantastic. that which would be the second win for fences mm-hmm. and you talk about diversity there's not it's not in the in the leading role uh, we have Emma Stone you know winning for for actress who in supporting role uh i yeah, have was that would that be Oscars so white or no? Not at all. Isn't this is a lot for me, Ali? Man from Moonlight, he's yeah. got to win this. I think Mar. Uh, That's the other lock. How did we miss that? Yeah, it's close to lock. I think Dev Patel has a shot. Um, he the, doesn't. I've seen Lion. I saw it in Indie Memphis. The kid in that movie, the younger kid, deserves the nominee nomination more than him. The kid was amazing. Yeah, the De- little kid in there. Uh, Great, and he's in the movie almost just as much, if not more. Dev Patel's very popular. He's a really good actor. He's been around a while. He's been paying his dues. So I could. So either way, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. So it's going to be good. See it. You're predicting uh, in the four major the acting categories, only one uh, white person winning. Yeah, Emma Stone. Yeah. So, but Ali, like, look, here's the thing about Ali. He was in Moonlight, which is you know the number two best picture, right? And. He was also in. You can't forget. He was in Hidden Figures. Right. So when you get that, like he got double dipped. I make. I'm. That's a lot. And he did great in both of them, by the way. And he's. Great. You know, he's really. He was on House of Cards, and he was on Luke Cage. Um, Is he, he Luke Cage himself? No, okay. he he plays Cotton the bad Mount. guy. He plays Cotton. Oh, Mount. he's such a good actor. He's awesome. He's awesome. I can put that down as a lock. So Luke Cage last, is great, too. Our last category is visual effects. We'll get to that. But first, Frazier, you got some more facts for us. Yes, I do. This is the first year in which black actors are nominated in every acting category. That's oh, wow. crazy. Hmm. That is crazy. I'm picking Casey Affleck, by the way, for you are for, for the leading role. Yeah, you didn't I'm say that. You, I'm telling you right now. Well, okay. That's I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right, surprising. Let's, okay. let's go with it. That's because I've seen Manchester by the Sea and haven't seen Fences. You're, Thanks, Malco. You're, you're, Malco's bumping Fences out this weekend. <laughs> I love Malco. We're so lucky to have them. They're a great movie theater chain. 
I just wanted to see fences before they ask. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do we what uh give me another fact, Frazier, if you okay. got one. Well speaking of fences, fact? speaking of fences. Yeah. Denzel Washington and Viola Davis played their roles in fences on Broadway before they starred in the film. Oh, okay. Yes. So we don't think fences is is gonna win adapted screenplay though. Uh no, but it it could. Uh August Wilson is the playwright, he's he's dead now, but uh I mean he's he's a I hear, I hear it. Humongous figure. You watch it and it feels right. like it feels like a it feels like a play. Mm-hmm. All right, any more facts? You got some more facts over there, Fraser? I know you got you're the facts, them. man. Fraser boy facts. in in studio brings the facts about the, the Academy facts. Awards. Okay, Hidden Figures was written as a book and filmed as a movie at the same time. Did oh you wow! Know that? I t- you know I think I did because I saw Hidden Figures. And I wanted to read about how accurate it was. I love the true <laughs> stories, and you want to go back and read. Well, they totally this character is actually a made up person, right. <laughs> and I was like, "What? Kevin Costner's got character is not even a real person. <laughs> like he was so great, he knocked down the sign and saying, hey, no. we're not going to have segregated bathrooms.' Oh, there's no spoilers. I got some spoiling stuff. All right, <sighs> it's not a big spoiler. Okay, visual effects. Here we we saved the big one for last. Because this is the most of the movies we've seen are in this one, usually. <clears throat> Except Kubo and the Two Strings, never heard of it. Aker's favorite movie, Rogue One, is in this category. This is the real best picture category, I always <laughs> think. Uh, the Jungle Book, Doctor Strange, and Deepwater Horizon. Are you going to go with your heart and pick Rogue One? Because I think Jungle no. Book is, is, is close to a lot because that movie was amazing. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I, saw that. I saw that in uh, Doctor Strange. I think Jungle Book. Um, Doctor Strange like, was good, too. Yeah, like yeah, Their yeah. special effects were good. But Jungle Book, when you make animals look like they're real animals. Yeah, that, it looked the, the visual effects was amazing in there. So I'm going to use the words of Greg Akers again. It's a lock for me. Oh, we got a, we have a lock for Jungle Book. Are you going Jungle Book too, Akers? Yeah, I think it's for a lock. For visual effects. I, I mean, just, I, I don't know what to think about this new. I love the idea that Disney's like, okay, we're going to take our classic movies and we're going to make live action versions of them. Yeah, but, Beauty and the Beast. But they're not coming. live action. Lion Jungle King Book was is not coming. live action. It had one live action kid in and everything mm-hmm. else was like computer animated and green screened. They're going to make a live action Lion King. How do you make a live action Lion King? You're not going to use real lions. You're going to make it just like the Jungle Book. I hope I hope they do it like kind of like the play which is like you are can see the actors inside the costumes. Are we, are they gonna, Donald oh Glover, I have no idea. Donald Glover's been cast as Simba right. and so I could see that. But I could also see it just being like, hey, it's just another computer animated. Why is it like It doesn't action? make sense to cast him if you don't see him. If because his voice isn't like a Simba, like a little kid, lion, like a, you know, a lion cub voice. Um, he has a man's voice. And so it would be really right. cool to see him in that part. Uh, okay. But uh, it is, yes. I, one day there will be the Aladdin, live action Aladdin and live action Moana. Oh, live action Aladdin is going to be good. That's one I think they could make and really make a really good live yeah. action Aladdin. That'll be that'll be pretty fun. Okay, would uh, they do like insert Robin Williams like like they did with uh, Princess Leia and Rogue I, One? I, I hope not. That's the problem. That is going to be hard to have the genie. If if Robin was still around, he could just do it. Right. And but it's hard to duplicate that genie character without Robin Williams. I don't know who who they would get. Tough casting. Maybe that's why they haven't made it yet. All right, so that's all 24 categories. If you missed any portion of this hour, we'll be podcasting a little bit later on today at CerritoLive.com. Of course, you can always subscribe on iTunes. Uh, before we get out of here, Fraser Boy, you got any more uh, Oscar facts yes, and knowledge do, to drop on us here? Um, did you know two tickets to the Vanity Fair after party is $119,000? Whoa! <laughs> hold on, hold on. $119,800. What? $119,800. Ugh. 
Well, how much did you have to pay to get in any of your parties? You didn't no. pay anything. You that's that's like the first party you go to after after the Oscars, the Vanity Fair. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody who's everybody be at that but party. If, but if you win, you get, you get to, or you're nominated, you just go. Yeah. yeah, after we won, that's the first party we went to. John mm-hmm. Singleton took us there, and then man, I met everybody, <laughs> everybody. Name somebody that I ever. I met J Lo, Mark Anthony, Mary J Blige, Chris Tucker, Venus and Serena Williams, Cuba mm-hmm. Gooden Jr. I mean, I can I can call names out for days. <laughs> and the crazy part yeah. about it, they That's all, all at the Vanity Fair party. They all was looking at me because mm-hmm. I had that thing in my hand. Oh yeah, that's so right. So it was kind of surreal. You had that glo- gold statue. Yeah, right? I had that thing in my hand, and uh, all attention was on me. That's awesome. For, so that was dope. Fraser Boy's birthday party tonight at Hard Rock Cafe on Beale Street. Doors oh. open at ten. Show starts at ten thirty. I will have a lot of live bands. It's going to be going down. Come party. Are you performing? Me. Yes, I probably will. I'm, You're going to have to. No, work no I'm not performing. Come see. Okay. Come <laughs> see. He might. I might. I might. All right. One final Oscar fact from you today, okay. Fraser Boy. What you got? Let me see. All right. Since it's Black History Month, there were no black actors nominated for Best Actor or Best Actress in the last two years. Right. And this year they've, they've changed that. Yeah, they changed it. So that's a good Black History Month. Some good movies. Fact get, for you. A good black. Give us one more. Why okay. not? We have, a, we have like a minute left here. I get you. Okay. The current material value of the 24 karat gold plated Oscar statue, statue is $696. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Okay, uh, Fraser Boy, thank you so much for joining us thank again this year. It always me, goes by so fast. Yes, Greg, no time to officially tell us why Nashville sucks, but give us a quick uh, ten seconds. Give us a reason Nashville sucks this month. Uh, Nashville just sucks in general, um, in every single way, and uh, there's lots of instances, but you know they're all true. <laughs> <laughs> you Greg, give me ten seconds. Greg will join us. Greg will join us in March with uh, back with Nashville sucks. Good luck on your Oscar ballot, Greg. Good luck, everybody listening. Thanks for for tuning in. Pro Wrestling's power couple, Dustin Five Star. And Maria. Here reminding you that Memphis Wrestling is back on Saturday mornings. Listen to me and my partner, Cerrito talk pro wrestling with some of the biggest names in the industry every Saturday in the main event of Cerrito Live, only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only weekly wrestling segment on Memphis Radio. Guarantee you never miss a show by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Podcasts are always available at CerritoLive.com.